Hello, friends. Jared Cornut is at the most magical place on earth, Disney World. And I am a little bit jealous. I'm not sure about Jay Allen. However, there's a lot of people there. And as we have said jokingly on this show before, I don't like people. Uh, but it is good to be joined by Jay Allen, jalapeno eating Murray. How are you doing today? Doing well. I wouldn't mind being at Disney. Uh, Wiley Drake would not approve, but I wouldn't mind being at Disney. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy it. I do enjoy seeing my kids enjoy Disney. There's just not a whole lot there that I really enjoy, except some of the food. But then that is what makes me even poorer by the end of the week. But uh, we're not here to talk only about Disney World, Disneyland, Universal, or any other theme park. Uh, we're here to talk a little bit about some SBC news. And uh, there was some news out of the Southern Baptist Pastors Conference. Uh, but we also know that there is a little bit of some heavier news. A couple of days ago, we had some storms that kind of got right on the edge of Farmersville. And, and you know, we were having a Christmas concert that night and several people came and shared about how they had had a bunch of hail at their house and some strong winds and uh, rain and so forth. But then when we got home, we got a bigger picture of what was really taking place as a number of tornadoes really just ripped across the United States. And, uh, and as we have said before, it seems like we can always talk about Southern Baptist disaster relief anytime a disaster strikes, because every time a disaster strikes, the yellow hats are usually already on their way. And, uh, and we get to see that yet again. And so there's an article right now on the very front page of Baptist Press that is diving into the sorrow, the rescue, the recovery in five states that were affected by these severe storms. And uh, Jay Allen, before we dive into some of those tornadoes and so forth, uh, just remind everybody when we say disaster relief, what are we talking about? When we say yellow hats, what are we talking about when we say disaster relief? We're, we're talking about uh, state conventions having uh, disaster relief. Uh, of course, there's sin relief with the SBC as well. Uh, but for me, being in North Carolina, it would be North Carolina Baptist on mission uh, with you being in Texas. Uh, do you all call yourselves Texas Baptist men still? We kind of have a mix because the, uh, the SBTC has theirs, the BGCT has theirs, and uh, and I think the largest one is Texas Baptist men. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, so, so these are typically uh, trained disaster relief workers uh, that are trained in a number of things. Uh, what you'll see with the immediate response are folks that are trained in uh, recovery. So these are folks that are going to be chainsaws and tarps and mud out. Those are the three primary things they do. You'll see folks that are doing feeding. Uh, they'll be wearing yellow hats, yellow shirts, feeding uh, those affected by disaster, those working the disaster. Uh, you'll probably see laundry trailers. People will train their washer laundry. Um, and you'll see childcare, chaplaincy, uh, lots of different folks all wearing yellow hats, sharing the love of Christ in word and deed. For sure. Uh, very often the, the first on the scene, sometimes the press usually goes to the American Red Cross and some of those kinds of things. And we're grateful for the work that they're doing. But usually behind the scenes, really allowing those folks to work as well is our disaster relief team. I know one of the churches that I served that I think we shared on this pod before 
was hit by a tornado many years ago. And uh, they were the first ones there and the last ones to leave. They were the ones doing the mud out and all the other kind of stuff as well. And, and uh, really picking up the pieces and in uh, along the way, they're not only meeting some of those physical needs and so forth, they're certainly meeting some of those spiritual needs as you touched on as well. There was a number of lives lost in uh, this particular tornado outbreak. And, uh, you know, that's typically something you hear of, I guess, more in the spring, <laughs> being in Tornado Alley myself, that's something we're usually on the lookout. I see a storm right now and I'm thinking, well, this is just a cold front. But in this case, it was a very significant storm. Uh, looking at the article, there was, uh, I think, across Kentucky, 70 people may have lost their lives between 10 counties affected by this storm system. Another direct hit to a nursing home in Arkansas left at least one dead and several injured. And uh, in, in several others that we can read about, we'll put this in the show notes. But one of the things that we just want to share with you all is that Bryant Wright, the Send Relief President, called on us, Southern Baptists, those of you that are tuning in, to certainly pray for those that have been affected by this tragedy, but also give generously uh, to help those who recover. If you are a member of a local church, if you are a pastor in a local church, maybe your very first stop should be your local association. See how you can help there. Uh, if maybe nothing is happening there, you can also dive in and, and uh, to your state convention. And uh, Jay Allen? Yeah, if, if you need help finding those avenues, reach out to us as well. Uh, it, it seemed like the very next morning after this happened, I had gotten emails from our state convention, uh, reading now, hearing from Sin Relief, and my local association, the Cape Fear Network of Baptist Churches, uh, were collecting money and getting ready to send a trip uh, of people uh, January 2nd. As soon as New Year ends, we're going to send a group up. Uh, so even if you're not directly involved, I promise somebody near you would probably let you take a seat on their van and make a trip if you want to make a trip. If you're not able to make a trip, there are plenty of avenues to, to be able to give to support uh, the folks that are there and those that are doing the work. And that giving is certainly important because many of us, like I am not particularly trained in certain types of disasters and so forth beyond raising teen daughters. Uh, that's about the only thing I'm receiving training in and disasters. Uh, but uh, on a serious side, if you're not able to actually go and serve directly hands-on because of that training and so forth, there are avenues to give financially. Uh, in fact, just a dedicated page on the sendrelief.org uh, website for the Midwest and South Tornadoes. And uh, we are the first to respond, And uh, but there has to be funding to be able to help that uh, continue. So there's a way to, to do that we'll put in the show notes. And so be praying for those that were affected as well. And, uh, and also, uh, look for ways that you can give and participate if you hear about in your local association, state conventions, and so forth. Uh, because as Todd Gray, the Kentucky Baptist Convention Executive Director Treasurer, uh, said, we will pull together today and in the weeks ahead to serve our neighbors in the name of Jesus. And uh, so we're grateful for that. And we know some great people are there. So we need to be praying for those that are serving, those that have been affected, and look for ways that we can serve them along the way. Transitioning just a little bit to some uh, good news, I guess. There is good news that the yellow hats are there, but of course it's uh, kind of clouded by the bad news of those that have lost their lives and lost their belongings and so forth. But on Thursday, 
I released the 12 Days of Pastors, a musical rendition, a parody, as the Alabama Baptist paper shared uh, on the 12 Days of Christmas, as we released uh, our 12 speakers for the SBC Pastors Conference that are joining uh, Matt Boswell and the Calvin Hall Band, and also Adam uh, Greenway and Daniel Ritchie, who are guest speakers uh, for our event. And uh, the last I looked, we had almost 10,000 views on Facebook alone, which I can only describe as a traffic reporter would say, onlooker delays. Uh, you know, just looking at the wreck that that was, and and I, I was talking to our worship pastor, who's James Cheeseman, uh, my co-star in this music video, uh, if he ever thought that his introduction into worldwide SBC fame or infamy uh, would be through a duet uh, with yours truly, and uh, he was not expecting that. Uh, but just a few notes about the song is our 12 pastors come from eight different states. Uh, two are from mega churches, three are from large churches or medium churches, depending upon how you describe that. Six are from small churches. Among them are three church planters, two church replanters, and then all 12 are in some shape, form, or fashion connected to an SBC college or seminary, either through their undergrad or their graduate level uh, work. And uh, Jay Allen, you also have the privilege of taking this on for North Carolina. And, uh, and so exciting days. Did you get to listen to the uh, music video? Was it the best thing you ever heard? And now your favorite Christmas tune ever was that's that's what I'm seeing from your shaking head this entire time. Yeah, so I, I listened to it a couple of times. Wow. Um, yeah, I did once because I listened to it and the other is because Hope listened to it in the room as well. So um, I've, I've heard it twice and uh, it was it was very creative. Uh, we will not be having 12 speakers at our North Carolina Pastors Conference and it does not. It, it's in November. And so I, I don't I don't know that we'll do any Christmas music or anything like that. It was it was definitely memorable. I, I think you have set the bar. Uh, moving forward, I'm not sure if the bar is set high, if the bar is set low. Uh, with the music video, anyway, I, I think the speakers are going to be great. Uh, I look forward to hearing that. Um, God bless your your brother, your music pastor. Um, he he is uh, gifted in many ways. Uh, I, I'm I'm sure you guys had a blast. I I, I would love to see uh, sometime between now and Anaheim some of the blooper reels because I know there's got to be some. Yeah. There, there are a few, in fact, and uh, I, I believe all of those are on my phone in various ways. And uh, so maybe we'll sneak some of those out there. Uh, but uh, one, one of the things that we did, of course, we recorded it just like you would a, you know, a track for, for music and so forth. But then we played it back and then recorded us just kind of goofing around. And so those of you that watched the video, you know that we kind of spliced together some videos of our preachers preaching. Uh, when we would first say their name and then just kind of a picture uh, thereafter from uh, kind of our logo for the song. And, uh, and we spliced all of that together. And I had the joy of maybe listening to that song about a million times trying to make that video. And so I never want to hear it again, uh, but it was fun. Uh, among our uh, speakers, we have seven Southwestern grads, one Southeastern grad, one Midwestern grad, three Southern uh, seminary grads. Uh, the pastors 
range really from churches of 50, 60, 70 on up to almost 4,000 in average attendance. Uh, like we said before, plants, replants, established churches, uh, five of which are actually fewer than 100 members in average attendance, are really just reflecting uh, who we are as Southern Baptists. We have small churches, we have large churches, we have mega churches, we've got plants, we've got replants, uh, right? We've got ethnic churches uh, and so forth. And so really what you have on the platform in Anaheim is going to be what you have on any given Sunday in the Southern Baptist Convention. So I'm excited about it. It definitely did much better than I thought. I was hoping that it would still, as silly as it was, still be a kind of a serious thing. This is what we're doing. It's just a different way to release it. And uh, so excited about the the response and those that are uh, going to be preaching. And like I shared in the little post about it, perhaps the greatest joy in all of it was certainly not making that video or seeing the response of that video, uh, but was the task of listening uh, to hundreds upon hundreds of sermons uh, in having that task of narrowing it down to 12 or so. And uh, one of the things that we learned in doing that is throughout the Southern Baptist Convention, as we know, there are some great preachers and we truly are blessed. That was the hardest task we had was narrow, narrowing it down to 12. And uh, so Jay Allen, of those uh, 12, any of them stick out to you as either surprises or what were you thinking, or I'm excited about that guy or anything like that? So this is not a bad thing at all, but for many of the guys, I thought, I have no idea who this is. Uh, And I think that's a good thing. Uh, You know, with with our pastor's conference, we had in North Carolina this past year, we had some guys that were not super well-known, and it ended up being a huge blessing. And so to me, that that stands out. Obviously, some of the names I I knew, um, and and I think everybody's going to know Matt Carter just because of of his prominence, but also the fact that you had to hear his name 12 times. Um, (laughs) And where he went to church. One of the comments in the the feed was, what church does Matt pastor again? Because it just fit in there. We had to keep it, so... I, I, I think it'll be a blessing. Um, if you can help me to learn how to retain everything that will be said at the pastor's conference without my brain turning into mush, uh, we should have an episode about that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I am looking forward to it and, and sitting under the word uh, in Anaheim, Lord willing, uh, where we can experience the second most magical place on earth, yeah. Disneyland. And, and all 12 of them, as you know, affirm the 2000 Baptist faith and message, the Chicago statement of inerrancy or on inerrancy, and are committed to expository preaching. And uh, we will be going through a book as yet to be named. And uh, it is known, but it is not yet named. And we'll be sharing that in subsequent months. We still have a few more things to release. So it's going to be Revelation. That's what it is. Oh, I was hoping for Leviticus. <laughs> Just as good. No, Song of Solomon. That's what we're going to do. Uh, no, we'll be sharing that soon. Uh, but Jay Allen, with this being Christmas season upon us, we have talked about the Christmas tree cakes, which, mind you, there is also Little Debbie Christmas tree ice cream that is out there. I don't know if you've seen that in your neck of the woods. Uh, but I thought we would just talk about some uh, Southern sweets as we get close to Christmas. And, and it's fresh on my mind or more, I guess I should say, fresh in my belly because I've just returned from the Cheesecake Factory for our staff Christmas party at First Farmersville. And uh, I had a massive little slice of cheesecake uh, that was delicious. It wasn't remotely Christmassy, uh, but it does remind us of some of the sweets around Christmas. And so, Jay Allen, give me your top three Christmas desserts. 
Top three. Oh, that's, this is this is hard to to narrow it down to three. I can tell you my top one. Okay. Uh, and and I love fruitcake. Okay. Um, and you know, I thought about this topic because I went to the grocery store today, and like every end cap is full of Christmassy stuff and sugar and flour, and you know, there's like extra butter. As a matter of fact, the, the lady who was ringing up my, my groceries today found a half a pound of butter under my cart. She's like, is this yours? I said, no, I love Kerrygold, but it's not mine. Um, and, and I just, I, I love fruitcake this time of year. Uh, and there's things, I don't even know what they are. Uh, they're made once a year. There's somebody at my church. I don't know who makes them, but we're going to have uh, our, our kids Christmas play this coming Sunday night. And we're having finger foods and desserts afterwards, and I'm just looking forward to it. There's, there's all sorts of wonderful, delicious, sweet things this time of year. Yeah. What about you? Other, other than Cheesecake Factory with their, their menu that's longer than the Bible. Yes, it is longer, and uh, it took me a while to decide what I wanted to eat. Uh, but for me, when it comes to, to sweets, obviously a sucker for the Christmas tree cake. Uh, it's up there. Uh, there's also like the Christmas tree cake, like Nutty Buddies or whatever you call those that, that Rebecca got. Big fan of those. And uh, and I could take either the yellow or the chocolate uh, when it comes to the Christmas tree cakes. But when, when I tend to think of Christmas, uh, perhaps my favorite is simply just some homemade fudge. Uh, every Christmas back home, uh, well, now we are back home, but but at my mom's house, one of her neighbors would give her this just box of sweets. And, and it was always like the little lemon bars, uh, some like coconut clusters, usually some chocolate covered peanuts and whatnot, but then had some homemade fudge in there, uh, sometimes with some pecans or whatever in it. Uh, but it was always delicious. And that probably goes down as my favorite. So I'm going to stick with fudge. I eat far too much of it, but I love it. I have to add, as I'm sitting here listening to you talk, uh, another very seasonal thing that I enjoy is peppermint bark. Oh, uh, I don't see that any other time of the year. And so I, I love peppermint bark. Um, I bet your pastor likes peppermint bark. I could be wrong, but I bet he enjoys it too. Yeah. I don't know. He doesn't really celebrate Christmas. I am disappointed in Bart Barber, who is Mr. Biblical Clarity and Precision, uh, who has a massive manger scene outside of the church. Uh, with the wise men prominently displayed uh, right there. It just, it, it, you know, so it doesn't bother me. It just kind of shocks me. Mr. Biblical Precision himself. Uh, anyway, slight disappointment. But, uh, but anyway, we're going to be eating a lot of Christmas sweets and uh, encourage you to pray uh, for those that were in the path of the storm and be able to give if you are able or willing serve as you can and uh, and then be looking forward to some more information coming out of the pastor's conference certainly from jay allen uh, and his and also for ours which you can find out on twitter at sbc pastors conf c-o-n-f or under facebook uh, really under our full name southern baptist convention pastors conference and so they didn't narrow that down at all we're sharing insight into each of our 12 guys over the next 12 days, introducing you to them a little bit, sharing a little bit about their family and so forth. And uh, so encourage you to check that out, but send us out. Friends, we are so glad that you joined us today at the potluck. We hope that you've had your fill. We hope that you have had your full. 
uh, and that you will return back again next week at the same Baptist time, same Baptist hour. Stay Baptist, my friends.